Do you know the secret to manifesting the business and life of your wildest dreams? It's not what you think. And everyone has the ability to tap into this to make their dreams a reality. So if you've been having trouble manifesting and you're like, hmm, how can I reach my business goals every single month? Then this is the episode for you. So keep listening. Welcome to the Aligned Business Woman podcast, where your inner goddess activates your strategic CEO. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and service providers looking for a simple way to grow their business. Each week, I share simple, actionable steps you can use to build a profitable business that is aligned to your energy without having to cold DM strangers or follow outdated selling strategies. I'm here to help you tap into your natural talents and step into your power to show up confidently on social media and grow your business. Welcome to another episode of the Align Businesswoman podcast. Vanessa here. Today, we're going to be talking about how to set realistic and achievable goals using the profitability and productivity planner that I have on sale on Amazon. I'm going to walk you through the balanced workweek framework that I use inside the Profitable CEO Accelerator and how I teach my members to balance their schedule so that it honors their mind, body, and soul and helps them achieve more and have optimal business performance so that they're able to get to their goals a lot quicker. So the premise of the profitability and productivity planner is about you working with your subconscious mind to achieve your goals. And it blends feminine and masculine energetics for optimal performance. If you have not listened to any of my past podcast episodes about feminine and masculine energetics, I suggest that you go and binge some of those because you're going to be able to understand like what the difference is and how to really clearly identify if you're in a distorted masculine or distorted feminine energy when it comes to taking action in your business. Now, the Balanced Workweek Framework stemmed from where it was created when I was going back and forth to Austin, Texas, from Houston to visit with my mom. She was dying of cancer. She was in and out of the hospital. And finally, we had we couldn't physically take care of her. So we had her in a nursing home. And so I was going back and forth to be able to spend as much time with her as possible because we knew that she was going to pass away. Um we, it was just very evident. We, you know, we, we were hoping for the best, but unfortunately she did pass away last July. I was already working on the framework, but it really pushed me into committing to the framework, not only for my own business, but to teach other women because of the, the things I was giving up. I was really sacrificing a lot of me working on it in my business. And it was taking so much away from, you know, my family time. And, you know, I didn't get to spend as much time as I wanted with my mom because she was, you know, three hours away and I had my business to do. So it was like a lot of pressure and a lot of stress of trying to manage both of them. And so I remember the day where I was sitting at my computer and I was working on a program that I was going to do a a live masterclass and was writing the outlines and I was feeling a little bit of resistance. It was just kind of like a struggle. And usually I'm very creative and things just kind of like flow out of me, but there was a little bit of a struggle. And I noticed that with my human design, having an undefined throat 
if I'm trying to force anything, I can feel a little like pressure in my throat. Like my throat starts to hurt. And so I noticed that and I was just pushing through and something told me, like my intuition was like, no, get up, go to the gym, go relax. You just need to move. This is not the time to work on this. And so I did had a goddess day. And I remember sitting out by the pool after a workout uh, our gym has like a really nice resort looking resort like pool. And so I'm laying out there reading a book. And then I realized, oh my gosh, that masterclass that I wanted to do, I that's just not for me. That's not aligned. Like that's why I felt like I was forcing it. And so the fact that I took a break, re, you know, kind of shifted my, my perspective and just kind of like shifted, you know, you just moved, you know, you, I created this movement. I was just kind of like moving the space so I can activate my creativity. I realized that it wasn't for me and I realized that it would have sent me down a road that would have been a dead end. It was just not worth my time, my energy, my focus, none of that. That moment when that happened and I released something that was going to be bad for me and then the things that were going on in my personal life with my mom, like all that brought this together and I was like, wait a minute. If I'm going to have the business and the success and the profits that I want while still having the time freedom, the financial freedom and, you know, the the spaciousness to be able to spend time with my loved ones, something has to change. And I have to get out of the stress mode, the fight or flight and get more into or allow myself to have more times where I'm in my parasymp uh, you know, activate the parasympathetic nervous system to relax and get away from the stress. And so that's essentially what the balance work week does. Having that goddess day allows you to get into the parasympathetic nervous system, relaxing your nervous system, activate your creativity, give you more clarity, help you with logic and reasoning so that you're making savvy business decisions. You are making the decisions or, or your next level self, your higher self, your future self is going to thank you for and getting out of that busy work that I was doing that, I, you know, that's not aligned to where you want to go. So that is, you know, your way, just like how I was able to do it. That was your, that's, this is your way to be able to accomplish those things and tapping into, again, that creativity so you can perform a lot better in business. Now, the next part of the balance work week is having a time now that you've rested your mind, body and soul, um, you know, now you've activated creativity and clarity and raising all that. Now it's time to use those filters to start planning in your business. And so that's when the CEO day comes in. You want to have a CEO day where you're planning. When I think about the themes of my CEO day, it's about strategy so planning, it's about productivity, it's about focusing on the profit, it's about looking at the past 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, however, you know, whatever amount of data I want to analyze and get feedback from and say, okay, well, based off of this feedback, based off this logical feedback, this is working, this is not, uh, you know, or maybe this didn't work because of this. And I get to tweak things. And then I also going back to the goddess day, when I have that plan, I get to go back to my goddess day or maybe a goddess hour. And I get to feel into that plan. And I get to ask myself, how does it feel like listen to my sacral? Does it feel good? Uh-huh. Uh-uh. You know, I get to blend both of those things. It's not just purely logical, but I get to listen to my body as well as my mind. 
And then once the plan is solidified, once the goddess and the CEO have approved the plan, it's time to hand it over to the doer. So the third day in the balance work week is the doer day. Now, the doer day can be you know, one to two days, max three days per week where you're taking action on that plan. I say that the doer day is about cash, content, and conversations. So you are either doing the things to create the cash or you're having, you know, so that includes sales conversations or you're having conversations to fulfill your promise for receiving the cash or you're creating the content that's going to help you have the conversations to be able to earn that cash. So the doer days are, you know, really, um, they flow well when you have mapped out and you've done your action plan of like, okay, this is what aligns. This is where my priorities are. And these are the action steps that align with this. This is what fits in here. So in the CEO, the Profitable CEO Accelerator, during our CEO power planning, we literally will say, We'll look at the numbers, we'll look at the past, and then we will declare this is the monthly goal. This is the number goal. So whether it's $20,000 the next month, okay, based off the $20,000, what do I need to do? What do I need to sell to be able to reach that goal? What is the most efficient way for me to do that? It's not going to be a lower ticket offer. It might be something like, get more people into my recurring revenue. So then the next month, that 20,000, you know, a big chunk of it comes from the recurring revenue. And I only had to focus on the 10,000. You know, if you're a coach, maybe the higher ticket offers that you have, maybe it's a one-to-one coaching program, maybe it's a group coaching program. We look at it like that, like how can we get there more, most efficiently? And then how are you going to speak to getting there? So like what platforms are we going to show up on? And what are we going to say on those platforms? And then that's where we start to map out the tactics, the actions that have to go along with that. So if it's writing X amount of emails, if it's, you know, creating X amount of reels on Instagram, pins on Pinterest, YouTube videos, et cetera, we put those on our action plan. So we know that every single day, this is what we're going to be doing. Um, you know, a lot of times we will, well, this is what we will do is like, okay, so if we know we have all these things and then we have two doer days, this is what we're going to do the first two hour block of the doer day. We're going to knock this out. We're going to knock out scripting for YouTube. And because we're going to knock out scripting for YouTube and record the the video, then we can later repurpose it into smaller videos. And then we can get that script and we can you know, repurpose it for an email. Like we look at it that way, but we have to start big and then we fill in the rest. We let the rest of it trickle down. So those are the things that we do in each of those days, the goddess day, the CEO day, and the doer day. Now to set realistic and achievable goals using the plan, the planner, you know, we had to break those big goals again, like what I'm saying is into smaller actionable steps. That is why we use the balance work week, because that is where we can filter or place these actionable steps within those days. And we don't feel like we have to do everything all in one day, but we get to manage our time this way. And then once that day is over, we get to shut the laptop. We get to you know close the, the doors to our shop or whatever it is. And then we get to have that family time. 
Another important part of achieving your goals is that you got to set deadlines. When we map out the action steps and we're doing the 90 day plan, I have them put milestones. What is a milestone for you? How, what is the milestone that's saying that once you've accomplished this or once you've hit this milestone, it is evidence that you're on your way to achieving that goal. I had a really great question today inside the power planning uh, for the accelerator and they asked like, what are we putting for those milestones? Is it like the $10,000 showing us that we're halfway there to our, our goal? And that is a great thing to do. However, I like to actually put the tasks and the projects that are going to be done by then, because I know that if I completed this project or I've completed X amount of tasks by this time, and this is the milestone, and these things are related to influencing me to get to my goal, then I know that I'm almost there. I'm not worried about the results. I'm more focused on the control that I can take and taking action. And the results are just going to naturally happen because I've strategically laid out every single step that I must take to be able to reach that goal. The next thing is that you want to be very specific on what you want to achieve and for what purpose you want to achieve this goal. I kind of already talked about it before in, you know, about in the past episodes, but also just kind of like saying like, why are we doing these things? What, for what purpose do we want this money? And then what are the things that we're going to do to get that money, right? Or that meet this goal. And so being very, very specific helps direct your subconscious mind. Now, when it comes to human design, a lot of us are going to be like, wait a minute, if you know human design, wait a minute, but I'm a non-specific manifester. I don't put specific um, you know, goals in mind. I want you to be specific on the steps, the action steps. But when it comes to your goals, yes, I want you to work with your subconscious mind to say, I want you know, $10,000 a month, $20,000 a month or whatever it is. And then I also, for my non-specific manifestors, I also want you to set an energetic vibe of like how you want to feel. While I'm achieving this, I want to feel X, Y, Z. And then I want you to be able to focus on the feeling of it. That is a lot of what we do inside the accelerator, the Profitable CEO Accelerator is we have a mindset makeover coaching call, group coaching call. So we are focused on, as we're taking action, we're focused on state management. So when you bring in the human design and you think about like the non-specific manifester about wanting to stay in the vibe and the essence and the feelings of it all and not so focused on, you know, putting the pressure of like $10,000 a month, it's almost the same thing or it is the same thing. It's managing your state. And when you're managing your state, you're able to get out of, you know, the pit of focus on the problem and you're most, you're able to more focus on solutions. You are able to have um, the mindset to pull out the resources, to see the resources available to you or identify the resources that you need without going, you know, off on a tangent or having squirrel moments or shiny object syndrome where you're like, oh my gosh, I know I need something, but I don't know what it is. So being very specific in this sense of this is what I want is going to help you identify the tools and resources needed for you to be able to achieve that goal. Next is that you want to focus on what you can control. Again, remember I, I said like you don't want to 
worry so much when you're the, when it comes to those milestones about like, did I hit that 10,000 and, you know, halfway through the month, which means that logically speaking, I might be able to hit the 10,000, you know, the, the second 10,000, the second half of the month. No, we want to focus on what you can control and what you can control are your actions and your mindset and your beliefs. So you have the ability to choose what you believe and you have the ability to choose how you perceive things that are happening in your life. So I always say that things aren't happening to us, but through us. And if we are in the effect side of the cause versus effect success equation, then we're only going to see the problems. We're not going to be able to see the solutions. So taking a step back and asking yourself, well, what do I want instead? What do I want to see instead? That's going to help you redirect your focus to what you can control. And you want to be able to let go of things that are outside of your control, your influence. Like, don't worry about what someone else is doing. Focus on what you're doing. And then lastly, you want to celebrate your progresses uh, as you go along. You know, every milestone that you hit, celebrate. In our CEO power planning, I tell them, okay, like, once we've identified these things, I want you to celebrate the fact that you're taking action celebrate that every single week celebrate that you're using this tracker so that you are you know keeping this top of mind keeping this in focus for you and then once you do hit that goal celebrate for hitting that goal so you're celebrating along the way because you're taking action to reach that goal and then you're celebrating at the end once you achieve that goal so remember every step counts every little bit that you're doing it has a compound effect so every little action even if it's like you know maybe you suffer from anxiety depression showing up on social media whatever that is whatever that might be you know you can just celebrate the simple fact that you did a post that day and keep the momentum going that way because remember that one percent compounds and eventually you're gonna look back and be like wow I didn't realize that how much this this my intentional focus and headed in this right direction, the direction that I said I was going to do, that I was going to go towards, how just those little baby steps have helped me achieve so much. So if you don't have that planner yet, go ahead and check it out on Amazon. It is the Profitability and Productivity Planner for Women Entrepreneurs. I'll also link it in the show notes. All right, I'll catch you next time on the next episode of The Aligned Businesswoman. Bye-bye. See you later. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Aligned Businesswoman podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Ann Miller, and I'm so excited to share some goodies with you. Head over to the show notes so you can grab your free gift and make sure to leave a review and join me inside The Aligned Businesswoman Facebook group. Until next week. Bye-bye, my love.